Okay, I'm going to start the music right now. Okay, that's great. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! I think it was a little early on my hay, but it was okay. This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast. This is the one where we take the album of the week and we're doing Black Flags Damaged. And we uh, actually, we take the artist of the week and we rank all of their records from the worst best to their best. And this week, we're going to do all of Black Flags' seven records and possibly their EPs. And uh, my name is Tyler. Way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there in the ether, is Jeff. Uh, go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Now, Jeff, uh, oh. let's jump. Let's jump into this. Do we? Do we want to do the? How do we want to do the rankings <laughs> with the EPs and the full lengths? What um, do you want to do? I mean, I ranked the EPs along with the full lengths. So if there's if there's um, if there's anything that I, I want to talk about, we, we could we could we could do so. I guess. I don't know. Okay. We'll play by okay, I, I didn't really do that. I just ranked the EPs. I know we kind of talked about putting them in between them all, but I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I just, it was too tough for me to throw them in there with the albums. It was. Okay. So, so you have, you have your EP rankings then? I have my EP rankings. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, mine are also ranked because I, I, I highlighted them in blue. So I know they're EPs. Oh, Okay. You just want to run through those really quick, and then we'll go through the LPs. Yeah, I guess we're not doing the Tom DeLonge thing anymore. But yeah, we can do the EPs oh, real quick. Shit, no, let's just do it. It's fine. I, no, I'm no, sorry. It's, no, it's no, no, no. Okay. Let's do. It. No, you you got three of them. I I I, I blank. I, I blank. did the I'm work, sorry. and it's not a big deal. It's fine. We can just <laughs> kill it. It's fine. It's done. It's over. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have our six it's degrees of the past. Tom DeLonge. Before we do that, before we do that, before we do the Black Flag stuff, we're going to do our six degrees with Tom DeLonge. If you don't know what that is, look up the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Same idea, but with Tom DeLonge. We're taking the artist of the week. Connecting it to Tom, boom, there you go. I, I didn't have time to do it, uh, but uh, Jeff has a few, so let's get into that. What do you got? This uh, this week was like an easier one. This this, this was a, a fairly easy one, but um, I I kind of I kind of kept a little theme here. So so Ron Reyes, he played drums in a band called Red Cross with this guitarist yes. named Greg Hetson. Greg Hetson okay. has done a lot. Of, of music, he's been in a lot of bands, but mostly with Bad Religion as their longtime guitarist. Um, okay, I didn't know that. Brooks Wackerman has some stuff with Bad Religion. That that was that was my easy one, and then Brooks yeah to blink. That was my easy one. Brooks is always, is always an easy connection. So the next one, uh, I'll I'll do this one. This one this one was a little fun. Uh, Keith Morris, yeah. Keith Morris was was in this band called Off with drummer Mario Rubalcaba. Mario was in Rocket from the Crypt and was replaced by Adam Willard. Oh. Adam to Tom. There you go. Look at that. So if you if you see the theme, my third You're going drummers, baby. My third well, it was Black Flag Singers outside of Rollins. Oh. My, th- oh. my my third is Dez, Dez Kadena. He was mm-hmm. in this band called The Gentleman. 
in the late mm-hmm. 90s with Duff McKagan. Um, Duff played drums for a band called the Farts. Great <laughs> 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 band name. Have you heard of this band? Never heard of the Farts, <laughs> but I love it. And I don't know why no other band has, has had that name. That is great. It's, it's spelled F-A-R-T-Z, too. It's so stupid. <laughs> It's really good. But they were uh, they were signed to Alternative Tentacles, uh, Jello Biafra's label. Mm-hmm. Uh, TSOL was also signed to that label at some point, so that was a, a, a leap for me there. Not not a direct connection. So it took you know, I took my liberties with that one. <laughs> yeah, um, it's fine. But at some point, guitarist Ron em- Emery, who played for TSOL, mm-hmm. TSOL, also played with Social D on occasion, and then Adam Willard has played with uh, Social oh, yeah, D. With Social D. That's right. Look at that. Two Adam Willards in one in one episode. That doesn't happen often. I, I try to get I try to get all black, all non Rollins Black Flag singers connected to Adam Willard. But by the time I got to the third one, because the the Brooks Wackerman one was my third one and I was just I was I was too tired. I don't want to do any more. <laughs> it is a lot of work. <laughs> With some of these bands it's a lot of work. Yeah. That was good though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that. Right. I did enjoy that. So that's uh, the EP. Let's, let's run through the EPs real quick. And then we'll, yeah, we'll get, we'll dive a little bit deeper into the LPs, but yeah, the EPs for sure first. So what do you got for, so wait, how many, they have One, eight two, EPs. Three, four, they have eight. Five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, eight EPs. Yeah. Eight EPs. Okay, so BLT. Eight EPs. What do you got for uh, number eight? Eight. So the, let's, let's do them in blocks of, let's do them in blocks of four. Let's do like their four ones that you, or maybe like two. I, I, like bottom two and top two? Bottom two and then just run through the four mids and then top two. How about that? Okay, that's good with me. Yeah. All right, so bottom two for me was their third EP, I Can See You. That was 1989. And then mm-hmm. the, the one right above it was their first EP from 1979. Um, I Can See You, I, I was. it just had this like choppy sort of way about it. I think overall this band is really cool and incorporating a lot of like surf punk vibes and just a lot of surf music in general into their music. I think that's rad. I can see it was mm-hmm. just, there was just like nothing special about this whatsoever. Um, Nervous Breakdown, that was their first EP. Keith Morris on vocals. This mm-hmm. was dumb, dude. This was, I thought like, okay, I guess anybody can just fucking throw an EP out and call it a day. And it was just, well, yeah, dude, this was just dreadful. For the sake of just being dreadful too. Like this was, this was just dumb, irritating. Wait, the Keith Morris one you said, right? The yeah. First one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't it, that one. That one definitely was not the best one, but it has it has the best. It has one of my favorite Black Flag songs. Wait, is it? I'm double checking. No way. I think it's this one. I don't think it's the Reyes one. Yeah, it's this one. It's silly. it's the song I've it's the song I've had it, and honestly, I I only I only know this song because Cedric did a cover of it on a on a black flag comp like 10 years ago and it was really good so that i I knew that song so i only knew like a handful of songs from black flag prior to this week so therefore you have to like that version of the song yeah because i've heard it so many times i've I've heard the cedric one so many times i've heard the cedric one so many times it's good it's not their best it's their second best i'm sorry it's their second best song black Flag's second best that's your you're i'm already irritated with you (laughs) Okay, so my bottom two, uh, number eight, is Annihilate This Week. Their seventh EP um, came out after they split. 
think two years or three years after they broke up. It's just three live songs. It's really not bad at all. It's just not necessary. It's not, I, I don't know, just why put out a live EP so many years, like just three years after, just put out like a comp or something. I don't know. It just seems dumb, but whatever. Not bad. Uh, number seven for me real quick is I Can See You, their, their last EP, their eighth one. And much of the same reason why I didn't really care for the first one because it was came out a few years after they broke up and it's just it's not a live thing but it was just like why why do you need to do it it didn't really add anything to their discography for me just didn't really care for it so there you go not bad okay. but don't care for it so i i so I, I think i kind of okay so i i uh so next to the the ep i wrote ep i can see you and then i wrote three slash 89 and when i was reading it right now i thought that was their third ep from 89 but what that mm. is is march of 89 because some of these EPs and albums came out so close to each other that you yeah. needed to, I, I felt the need to date them. So yeah. Yeah. Put the month in there, especially with the albums three in one year. Yeah. Mm. Eh, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, oh, yeah, I guess, I, I guess my, my, my middle four, um, I don't think they've ever done anything that I thought was just absolutely bad outside of, I think nervous breakdown is probably the worst thing I think that they've done. But um, I guess my middle four are Minute Flag. Um, this is the mm-hmm. combo comp that they've done. Combo comp. <laughs> and I, I've got nothing against it. It's it's a cool little thing to do. But, I mean, I don't know. There's nothing here that I'm looking for in Black Flag. So, no. whatever. Uh, that was, fuck, dude. That was their third to last. Six, so, six. Six CP. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jealous Again. This had Ron Ray's on vocals. This is so much better than Nervous Breakdown, mostly because of yeah. the vocals and the guitar tone. Um, but, you know, whatever. I actually liked White Minority a lot on this. Typical fucking stupid, shitty punk song, but I really liked it. It was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, TV Party. Rollins on vocals. Um, mm-hmm. It's fine. Six Pack. Dez on vocals. It's fine. So those those are my that middle four. Yeah. Like, nothing okay. here was... was blew me away but uh mm. i did rank up some of these eps higher than other albums and I'll, I'll get into that when we do the albums yeah see that was i don't know i there's two this one was one of those few times where it was too difficult to rank the the eps within the records because I, I usually like doing that but i just it was too difficult for this time for this one um <clears throat> so uh, my middle four uh minute flag this is the like you said 60 p was the collaboration with uh the Minutemen. And this is the only time, well, this is like, I guess technically what, their fourth singer? Because D Boone did the vocals on one song, so I guess that is kind of a a fourth singer. Or no, fifth singer, I'm sorry, he'd be the fifth singer. And uh, and then he died, like shortly, or right before this EP came out, he died. Yeah, well, he's from the, the Minutemen band. Yeah, he was one of the, he was the guitarist singer for that for the band, and then he died in a car accident out in Arizona. Wasn't wearing a seatbelt. And the, the van flipped, and he uh, he died. Unfortunately, I don't know if it's if it's if it's legit, but I mean, the Minutemen have an album called Double Nickels on a Dime, and it's fucking wildly influential and it's really good. But I think that's where Double Nickels Collective got oh, the their name from. Store? Yeah, the record store. No, that could be. I mean, and and in Arizona where he died. Mm-hmm. Who knows? 
Uh, so the next one here is uh, Nervous Breakdown, their first EP with Keith Morris on vocals. Uh, this was, it's not bad, but it's very much more straightforward 1970s punk. And it was, I mean, it, it was pleasant. It's only, what, three, four songs, so it was pleasant. <laughs> I know, some not of these bad. were like fucking five minutes. <laughs> yeah, so it, it wasn't, I mean, I didn't have a bad time listening to it. It's just, out of all the singers, he's my least favorite singer. Absolutely. Keith Morris. Easy. So... And yeah, and then he goes on to front like one of the most, one of the most influential punk bands of all time, the Circle Jerks, which is yeah. crazy to think about. Well, they are though; they're they're wildly influential. They I, mean, are. I don't really I, care for them, but I never got into them. I I never heard anything that made me want to get into them. So, but you know, I agree. Same here. Same here. So then uh, after that one, we got TV Party, fourth EP, first one with Rollins on Vox. And uh, it's just to, the, to me, this is just a good extension of their first album, Damaged. It, it's, I mean, uh, what one or two of the songs on this one are on Damaged? Yeah. And uh, it's just good. It's a good. It's a solid Rollins EP. I really, I really like it. So there's that one, and then um, the last, last of the middle four is Jealous Again, second EP with Ron Reyes on vocals. Uh, I always hear really, really great things about him about this EP. And I, I think I was a little underwhelmed because I've always heard so many good things about it and how people say he's better than Rollins was. This EP is better than anything Rollins ever did. And I just, it's its not. It's good, but it's not <laughs> as good as some of these some of these full lengths. No way. I mean, that's just, it's crazy boy talk. So, um, so yeah, Jealous Again is, is my, my third. So let's get into your number two. What do you got? Number two for me is Annihilate This Week. I don't, you, you, didn't, you didn't like this oh. one. This is your least favorite, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Annihilate this the week. Live this, one. This, their second to last, uh, the last one they did. This is, this was a little more bouncy, a little more, a little more, um, not traditional of Black Flag style. But what really set this apart for me was like the surf rock guitar sounds. Like that's, there was so much of that in this, and maybe it was just because it's live, so there's more verb to it. But like I said, this band's done a really good job at. at just growing up in Hermosa and being a band in Hermosa, you're bound to get some of that that surf what do you, that surf culture incorporated into your oh, music, yeah. and it's so subtle with this band. I fucking love that aspect, and there's a lot of things about this band that I absolutely love. And Annihilate this week was just an absolute perfect representation of a band. Like you can tell, based off of Annihilate this week, you can tell this band is from a coastal city. I could see that, yeah. Like, yeah, these guys were like, oh, yeah, thing. we're from fucking Gary, Indiana. You're like, what the fuck? How do you sound like this? <laughs> but, like, no, we're from Hermosa. Makes sense. I get it. It's cool. Yeah, they got the, they got the pacing. They got the, the, the quick, the, the quickness of the music, the upbeat music. It's, it's very California-based. I'm, I'm sure yeah. these guys, I'm sure these guys at some point, were, I mean, they did claim to listen to a lot of, like, metal and glam metal and, and, and stuff like that. But I guarantee to you, they all love the beach boys. They all love surf rock. I guarantee you. Yeah. But or at least it was something that they grew up with. Even if it's like a subconscious thing, but they would never like admit maybe, it. Like the not parents punk. listen to it. No, not at all. It's way more cooler to say that you grew up listening to black Sabbath than Dick Dale or something like that, or the ventures or something. Okay. So that was your number two. looks like our number one is going to be the same, but my number two is six pack. Third, their third EP this is the one with uh, Des Cadena on or Cadena on vocals. The only time he was on vocals, um, and yeah, I 
I thought this was like a, a good departure from their first two EPs. Like it was, he, his voice was very strained. Like I, I thought it sounded very strained and then reading about it, he was, he was not a vocalist. He didn't know how to sing. He, he fucked up his voice when he toured with Black Flag during this era yeah. as a vocalist. He, he had to, he had to stop because he literally could not sing anymore because he just fucked up his vocal cords so bad. But, uh, but I, I mean, I think it translates really well on the CP. I think he did a great job. And then after this, he, he stayed on as a guitar player for a little bit and then left the band, was in the Misfits and a couple other bands. But yeah, I, I think this is a really solid, uh, really, really solid EP. I really dug this one. It totally surprised me because I thought the Ron Reyes one was going to be my favorite. And then this one came out of nowhere and just really, it's really good. So there you go. Six Pack is my number two EP. So what do you got for your number one, or what do we have for our number I, one? Dude, yeah, I guess our number one is the process of weeding out. That is that is their instrumental EP. <laughs> I don't even know why it's on the EP. It's it's thirty minutes long. It's it's, it's thirty minutes. Yeah, that's a fucking album, and it's only like four songs, and it's fucking weird, dude. It's so bizarre. It like, how did this happen? I loved it though. How did <laughs> it's <laughs> what? It's like they they took the the weirdest parts of their full lengths and threw it into this EP. If it's it's crazy it was crazy good and th- but this was after this was after like family man and yeah i mean you know that was weird and for whatever that's worth and people were pissed about that and they just like doubled down on it and then did this <laughs> and it's like what the fuck mm-hmm. i i don't yeah, know was i was so... i was just shocked i was totally taken off taken you know caught off guard it was it was wild it was great it was really, really great. It was, it was good. It was good. I would definitely get this on vinyl. I keep me, I kept meaning to look up like what albums I wanted on vinyl on Discogs, but I didn't <laughs> get a lot of these for under twenty bucks. I mean, you, like you can get like like repressings of these, but I guarantee you, dude, some of these like original like seven inches of these oh, EPs and go shit, dude. I know they're probably so much fucking money. It's irritating. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> stupid money. I'm sure. But don't no, I, I, fuck, I don't care. I'll get a repress. I'll get a fucking repress for 20 bucks. Worth it. So as long okay. as I have it, as long as I can listen to it, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, there's like three, but, there's like three or four things I would, I would definitely, I'm going to start looking for now. I think I, I would pretty much get everything. When it comes to the albums, I would get my top five on vinyl. Bottom two, I would not get. And then EP wise, I would only I would probably just get the my top three. So the process, six pack, and then jealous again would be the only ones I get the EPs of. But the full links, I get most. I'd get most of them on on vinyl. Five of the seven on vinyl. But anyway, let's let's get into yeah. that then. What do you got for the uh, the worst or the least best Black Flag record number seven? What do you got? Uh, in my head, this is their sixth album, eighty five. Um, mm-hmm. To me, this was weird. I I didn't I didn't understand it. It was like this kind of post hardcore sound. It was heavy and chuggy, but then a little goofy at times. And it was like it wasn't bad. It was just very, it was very okay. It was very mm-hmm. boring. Nothing really stood out. There wasn't much for me to hate. There wasn't. There was nothing for me to like. It was very. It was very warm. It was Luke. No, no, no I don't like using that. It was very Qui Gon warm. That's what it was. <laughs> I don't like using because I don't like using lukewarm because that's not that's not fair. Yeah, put, that's, yeah. that's not, it's not fair. fair to Luke Skywalker. Yeah. yeah. So it's, this was very Qui Gon warm. 
Okay. Forgettable. I don't know why you're such a Qui-Gon hater, but that's fine. Because he's overrated. No. At the least. Do you remember you remember when the I was out there last, least. we were trying to figure out the, the, the theory that we had come up with the prior time I was out? I still think it had something to do I, with why Darth Maul was somewhere at some point. It had, to, it had to do with Darth Maul and Qui-Gon, but I don't remember what it was, but I think it, it put Qui-Gon in a better light for you, so you ended up liking him more. I don't know. I've been I've been hating Qui Gon for a long time. I, I know it had to have been a really Fuck. good theory. I wish I could remember that theory because it was perfect. It was a perfect theory. <laughs> a perfect oh, theory. <laughs> it was a perfect theory. Yeah. <laughs> I don't throw that term out very often, but um, okay. So that was your number seven. Was in my head. Yeah. What was your favorite song of this? I, one? I didn't or have a favorite song. Didn't care. Yeah, okay. No. All right. Uh, so my least favorite. Um, I really didn't like this record. I know, I, I know what I, it is. What is it? It's Family Man for sure, one hundred percent. No, it's not Family Man. No, no it's not fucking way, it's not Family Man. It's not Family Man. What is it? It's when I okay when I listened to this, I was like, dude, I really hope the rest of the discography is not like this because I was just like, I was bummed. It's My War, their second record. Wow. I just I did not like this. I I even went back and listened to it after you know listening to the everything else. I thought you could. I'll go back to it see if I. If I dislike it as much, and I'd still like, it's the, those guitar tones. They're so muffled; they just sound terrible. This is like when he really was when Greg Ginn was really going for it and trying to do something weird with his guitar playing. But it was it was messy to the point of just being bad. Like he's a very messy guitar player, but it's okay. Like it it's, it has its charm, it has its place. But this this was just it was bad. It was really slow. It was very sludgy. It's just it was a mess. It was a fucking mess of a record. I just did not like it. I don't, I don't have I don't have a favorite off this one. I'm just fucking this surprised just that do it for me. that my fan or family man is not your worst. It's, Why? It's, come on, Tyler. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I mean, I mean, who knows come where on. it's at? But I, I I'm fucking surprised not your worst. It's probably your second worst though. <laughs> All right, so after after my my worst album, I put four EPs. I put I Can See You, Nervous Breakdown, Minute Flag, Jealous Again, and then I ranked my second worst, Black Flag, which even if somebody gave me, even if somebody gave me like an original pressing of this, I'd probably still purge it because I just don't, I don't like this. I don't want to go back to it. Oh, God. Um, But My War, yeah. Okay, yeah. It was, it just, it was stupid. It sounded dumb. And, and like, my 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 biggest problem with this is side A, like the punk side. Like side B slowed things yeah. down and became heavy and, and really fucking good. And people hated it. People shit all over it and said like, there was too metal and fucking they're not punk anymore. And like, they're already selling out, what, fucking <laughs> less than a year after their first. So it's just, shut up. Like my war is just, it's just an extension of their first album. And they tried to they do something a little what? bit different. Yeah, dude, my absolutely. My worry is just it's just a, 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 a little bit I don't, I don't want to say polished cuz it's definitely not polished, but it's an extension it sounds of terrible. It's, it's it's an extension of their first album where they wanted to get a little bit more experimental but didn't know quite how to do it. And I think I think Greg Ginn is not like I mean, he's nothing to write home about guitar-wise, but no. I I think that he his his tenacity, like his his am- ambitiousness, is what really drives this band forward. And my mm-hmm. war was just, it was two different records. Side A and side B were totally different, and it's just it had no, it had no purpose. It had no, 
what do you call it? It had no soul to it. There was it just didn't make any sense. It was too disjointed. I didn't understand it. Didn't like it. And I did like side side B though. Like the side B was like I said, the metal side, the the slower, the chuggier, the non yeah, but it, traditional punk side. But, but it, it was still didn't. Too, it, it was too messy. It wasn't. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like, no, it just yeah, it, it didn't sound good. Much. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's my second to last. It, I don't think any of this sounded good. It was it was it was like if you and I were to write something like this and then record it like the day we decided to write it. It's just sloppy. <laughs> yeah, it's just true. fucking dumb. It's. <laughs> I don't know. This should have been like an EP. Like this should have been split up into two EPs, and that would have been. Yeah, fine. I could see that. Yeah, that would probably would probably would have been better. Still not enough to buy the EP, but yeah. Okay, so you don't have a favorite on this one either. I do. I like Three Nights. Three Nights was on the the second side. Um, okay. I like when Rollins does spoken word stuff, man, and and that would that song had had it like you know the the second side was nothing but like five or six minute songs. And for the middle part of two minutes was just kind of Rollins talking, and it was it was cool. I dig it. I like it. Okay, all right. Would never so buy my, it. Uh, no, yeah, definitely would never buy my war. I would like I like you. If I had it, if I got it for free, I would purge it. I would definitely purge it. Would not keep it. Um. So my my number six is in my head. So we just kind of switched. What is our, going on? Our bottom two. So yeah, in my head, their sixth record. Um. They're their last of the Rollins era full lengths. And this this one is just it takes a little bit from every album and it just but it doesn't it doesn't really it didn't wow me in any in any aspect. It didn't wow me on the, the craziness, it didn't wow me on the hardcore punk stuff. Nothing really stood out. Like it just kinda like trudged along, kinda did its thing, but that was it. Uh, I mean the one song out of this world was good. It was just like a good straight up punk song like this was like a throwback to the keith morris era i felt maybe ron reyes era like it was just more of a punk song and and it was really good that was a really good one but yeah overall it wasn't just wasn't a very it's not a bad record but i would never buy it never go out of my way to buy it just so forgettable. i might keep it if, if it was free i would keep it Dang. but i would never i, w- I wouldn't purge it because it, it's not a bad record but i would never buy it ever buy it Okay. So that's my number six. What do you got for number right. five? Uh, number five. So in between my war, which was my number six, I put TV party for the EP, six pack for the EP, and then I put my number five. And my number five is Loose Nut, their fifth <laughs> album. Yeah. From May, which is five, of 1985. Look at all those fives. Weird. That's a lot of fives. That's some Illuminati yeah. stuff right there. That's probably like that Freemasonry, you know, stuff like that. Something's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll blame it on this. That's what mm-hmm. we do. Uh, yeah, Loose right. Nut. This was, I don't know. This was kind of cool. It was, it was, it was more like the traditional punk sound. Uh, this, this is like damaged, but with better production and and f- more fleshed out songs. But in doing so, they're getting rid of some of the aggression. And I don't, mm. I don't hate this album. I don't have a favorite song. I don't hate this album. I like it overall. But I just think that they took some of the the personality out of the band with this album. Is it Loose Nut or Loose Nuts? I don't know. I think it's Loose Nuts. Loose Nuts. These Nuts. This is Nuck and Futs. Uh, my number five is uh, Slip It In, their fourth record. Uh, this one, I it's, cannot it, this fucking is a really believe good Family Man is so high for you. I just, I'm this fucking is, blown away. <laughs> 
this is a really good record. I really liked it. Um, but it is it's it's an extension of the second half of Family Man. Like it's it's all the the weird wonky long instrumental parts, but with a lot of Rollins too. And it's just but it it needs to be more concise. Like it was really good, but if it was a little bit shorter or the songs were a little bit shorter and it would have been better for me. But it's still a it's still a solid record. I would definitely go out and buy it. Uh, for a decent price, cheap price. Um, but there were just so many better records than this one. And uh, I don't have a favorite off of this one. Not to say that anything's bad because nothing was bad on it. Nothing grossed me out. It was just, it's, it was a good record through and through. It was a good re- good one, but I'd rather listen to Family Man or another one of their, their more hardcore related records. <laughs> so that's that's my number five is Slip It In. So what do you got for number four? Uh <laughs> Are you joking my ass right now? Are you really put, are you really putting Family Man in your top four? Why are you so obsessed with Family Man? Because the first half of it is is the the bane of your existence. Like you're fucking <laughs> your kryptonite. Like what you <laughs> fucking absolutely hate in music is half How of that album. How do you know album. I hate it? I, How do you know I hate it? You hate all spoken word. You hate all poetry. You hate all do things I? that are lyric based and no music and just some dude fucking <laughs> ranting and raving. And not even at a good quality <laughs> production standpoint either at times. Uh, maybe that was its charm. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I, see I'm, all, I'm all over the place now. You got me. You got me <laughs> like did, Tears I for did. Fears got me. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Alma's not good. Okay. Number, that, number four. That song is not good. You number four. Get yeah. the fuck out. It's not good. Number four. Um, I would no. I would probably buy all of these actually. If if I saw this because I really enjoyed this, I was really surprised at how fucking amazing this was. But their last one, right? Like what the? Oh yeah. yeah. What the? Their their last one, 2013, fucking centuries after their their sixth album came out, and <laughs> 28 years, I think, right? Or 25 years? Yeah, it was something like, like that. Yeah, it was. I mean, it might as well have been like 100 years. <laughs> so it, yeah, so weird. Just what like what a pleasant surprise though. Overall, with with little expectations I had, and and this one just just made me really happy. I was, I was just really excited. It was really it was a really good punk record, and it wasn't like too complex. Mm-hmm. And like these guys have grown as musicians, and and you know like they've gotten better at their instruments, and they could write a more complex punks you know album, and and trying to get a little bit more technical with their solos, and do a little bit more drum fills that are you know, not the same drum fills they would do when they're 16, but they kept it simple, but not like too simple to where it was stupid and just a reiteration of like Damage or their early albums. It was, dude, it was like a perfect combination of their entire like existence as a band. It was so damn good. And I love, I fucking love Ron Reyes on vocals. If it wasn't for (laughs) Ron's spoken word stuff, Ron Reyes is my Mm -hmm. favorite vocalist for Black Flag. Really? Easy. Interesting. Easy. Huh. Wow, you're one of those people, huh? I am one of those people. Damn. Um, but I, I like the song Go Away from from what the, what the I like the song Go Away. <laughs> I mean, much like in, in punk fashion, you just you just repeat a chorus like that. Go away, go away. Mm. And that's gonna be catchy. But you know, this had a rad bass line and it was cool. And I don't it know. It does, yeah. I don't, just, to, just to still do the same thing after, I mean, that sounds horrible, but still do the same thing after <laughs> f- fucking, what, 30? I think our, how long we've been alive, essentially. 
maybe a couple yeah, years, <laughs> more like a decade before we were born, but almost as long as we've been alive for 40 years, like these guys doing the same thing and, and to put out an album, like what the, for so long after is just, it's impressive. And to keep this energy, to keep the passion, I think is, is something to be admired. It almost reminds me of like Van Halen getting back with David Lee Roth and putting out that record. Like it was a solid yeah. record. Like it, it wasn't bad at all, but it just didn't do, it wasn't as great as everything no. Everything David Lee Roth had done before with Van Halen, but it was still a solid output yes. 35 years later. Yes. You know, so I, that's kind of how I thought about this record. Like, dude, Ron Reyes with, with, with Greg on guitar, like it, it was still a great combination. Like they kind of picked up where they left off in 1979 or 80, whenever that EP came out. Just, it was just fun, man. Just like a bunch of guys who, who had forgotten why they, they started Black Flag in the first place got together yeah. like a fucking movie dude this is like a movie it's like a movie <laughs> when a bunch of guys like were in a band and then went their separate ways but then met up one day at like some kid's bar mitzvah or or like a, a quinceanera or something and then they all went to the garage and they picked up the instruments and they got back together baby that'd be oh, good God. that'd be a good movie it would be a movie that's for sure <laughs> oh god okay so what the is your number four, right? Yeah. All right. So my number four is Loose Nuts, These Nuts. Uh, the fifth record, this one, is, it's really good. I, I was very surprised by it because it's, it isn't very like wanky or sloppy. It has its moments, but overall it's like, it's not a hardcore punk record like Damaged was or it's just, it's this weird like almost, it's just upbeat punk. But it do, it's not like super overly angry, not super overly wanky, like I said. Like it's just, it's a really, it was a really good listen. And my favorite song is Best One Yet. It's more of a, like a, it's a fun punk song. I don't know. Some really catchy, catchy drum parts, some good, some really great fills. I like the vocals a lot. It's, it's a really fun record. Really, really fun record. I, I was very surprised by this one, like being so late within that era of the band and everything I heard up until then, I was very, very, very surprised by this one, how much I enjoyed it. So, okay. Loose Nuts is my loose number four. Nuts. Loose Nuts sink what do you ships. Got for, yes, they do. <laughs> so, what do you got for number three? Uh, so, before three, in between four and three, I had a night late this week and then the process of weeding out. But I almost okay. put the process of weeding out right above um, my third. My third is Damaged, the, the album of the week. Okay. All right, so then I guess we won't talk about that right now. That's low. That's low. Still higher than I thought you were going to put it, but it's still very low. It's it's uh, it's in the right spot. Well, that's debatable. That's fact. I'm I'm glad you didn't put you know the EP above it. I'm very happy about that. I almost did though. I'm glad you didn't. Very glad you didn't. So my number three is their seventh record. What the with what Ron the Reyes? Fuck? Like we were just like we were just talking about. I mean, this is just you got to be joking my ass. This is just a good punk record, a really, really good punk record. Like we were talking about it 30 years later. And uh, and there were, I think there's like, what, 21 or 22 songs on this record? And it's just, I, I wasn't bored at all. It was just a lot of fun. The, the production's really weird on it. I can't, I can't place like what's going on with the sounds, like with the bass, the bass tones. I, it, it doesn't sound right, but it doesn't sound bad. There, there's something very, very unusual about this record, but I cannot figure out what it is. But 
it it was really good. I was really, really, really surprised. And um, and then of course you know, Greg's you know reputation is that he hates everybody in his band, so that's why they've had thirty fucking members. So they so originally Ron Reyes quit the band in the seventies because he didn't like all the fighting and violence at the show, so he quit mid show. And then when the second time around when he was in the band, Greg fired him on stage in the middle of a show because they were fighting with each other. And then Mike Vallely, the the skateboarder, came up, finished the set, and now he's been the singer ever since. So Ron Reyes has left the band twice under the same circumstances, essentially like on stage in the middle of a show. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's stupid. This band is ridiculous. Yeah, very ridiculous. But I I do like that that Rollins has never reunited with them. I do like that. It's very jello of him. Yeah, where he him. refuses to get back together with the original band. I do respect that. But no, what does really good. Uh, my favorite song is Like You, Go Away. Best song. <laughs> and what really stood out with me on this song, you may, I, I don't know if you remember or you may have to go back and listen, but his Poway accent, I mean, it's like, really? <laughs> it's like Tom DeLonge, Marble Mouth, full-blown Poway accent. <laughs> like I, I couldn't, I could, this is like the only song where he really had that accent and I thought it was so funny. I, but it was so good. Like that Poway accent totally worked for him. And mm. uh, it was very strange. But it was it was a good song, great album. So that's my uh, that's my number three. Is what the and fans hate it. Black Flag fans fucking hate this record. So Black, fan, Black Flag fans are stupid. They're <laughs> it fucking seems that way. Dude, right? They're fucking dumb. <laughs> like like they. Oh my god, they're so stupid. Like everything about them is just awful. They hate. Like everything they do, everything Black Flag yeah. does, they hate. But not <laughs> only do they hate, but then they get violent, and it's just like, I know. that's. I don't Their know. Their whole history is wild. It's so stupid. Uh, truly is. So, what do you got for your number two? Number two, Slip It In. This is their okay. their fourth album. Um, I think this is a good mix of, of everything that they've been doing. It just it shows it shows how much this band had grown, but still kept the energy and the angst. And I think. Um, like this sounds like a band that grew up, but is still having fun. That's still, mm-hmm. that still that hasn't forgotten their roots, I guess. Like this, it's just okay. it's um it's it's good. It's a good representation, and I it's you know it's I thought that this was like the more popular outside of of a couple tracks from Damage. I thought this was going to be the more popular of their albums. I don't think that it no. is at this point. No, but, definitely not. But besides Damage, I think this is their most popular album. Maybe. I, I based I think strictly on the, the album cover, but whatever the bars, it's good though. the bars, the song, yeah. the song is cool because it shows how much like Greg Ginn has grown because his solo is way more technical than we've ever heard from him, but it's mm-hmm. still, but he can still dumb it down to like that punk sound by just hitting those single notes. So it's down, 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 and then wanking. So still incorporating like those two things I think mm-hmm. is, is, is rad. Because when you when you're first soloing as as a punker, you're you're not very good. You're very fucking sloppy, and so you used a lot of those single notes to kind of drive the solo forward, to to bring it back around to when the singer can come in or the drummer can pick it up again. But I think in Slip It In they they found they found like their their best musicianship, but not like their best songwriting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the songs are just a little too long. That's that's really the the drawback of that record is the songs are a little too long. 
and that if, songwriting. If if Aldo still has this, because he was selling it for sixty, but it's like an OG copy, straight straight out of eighty four, baby. <laughs> so if I can if I can make some money this weekend, I'm I might buy this, dude. I might pick it up. Really? Yeah. Holy shit! I mean, he'll probably he'll probably yeah. hook it up for like fifty bucks, and that's not that's not terrible for for an original of a band this influential. That's not bad. Yeah. When fucking AFI sing the sorrows going for five hundred. Yeah, it's not bad. That's annoying. I don't know. I brought that up. I don't know why I brought that up. It just makes me so mad. Because it's annoying. It's so stupid. It's just, it, just, it means nothing. And it's, it, yeah. there's no reason for it. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so that was your number two. So my number two is Family Man. <laughs> oh, man. This one, this one fucking surprised me. Like, much like you being surprised that I like it so much. It. I don't know, like, I, I'm not a fan of spoken word, but Henry Rollins has a, he has a way of talking that really just draws me in. I don't know what it is, can't explain it, but I I listen, I listen, it was good, and <laughs> I even text you, <laughs> I even text you this week, I, I said, like, is this whole record just all spoken word? Because I was, like, five tracks in, and it was just, there's no, no instruments, and I thought, <laughs> okay, this is Rollins, you know, this is what he does. But then I like, I ended up really liking it. I went back and listened to this record a couple times. I really liked this record. It was fantastic. And just having, having half of the album spoken word, half of the album instrumental. And then the, the track in the center is, is both of the, is, is an actual song, but it's like an eight minute song of just wanking and him spoke and him doing spoken word. It was great. It was fantastic. I loved, I loved it all. Like I would, I I really want this record on vinyl, really really want this on vinyl. So, it was great. My favorite song is the last. I think it's the last song. The pups are dogging it. Uh, it's one of the instrumental ones, obviously. Uh, dude, this one just kind of like blew me away. That not only is the guitar super wanky and kind of messy, but that walking bass line throughout parts of it is just, oh, dude, it it gets me. It, I was so like entranced by that song, by this entire record, honestly. I really got nothing bad to say about Family Man. It's through and through a fantastic record, and I'm I'm just as surprised as you. I really I, I just I can't believe I liked it as much as I did. I thought for sure when cause when you texted me asking if it was all spoken word, I had already listened to it. Yeah, and I knew as I listened to it, I was like, "Oh, Tyler's gonna fucking hate this. He's gonna think it's awful." <laughs> and so when you texted me, I I, I was like, uh, it was confirming to me it was vindication for myself. <laughs> And so I was like, yep, yeah, he fucking, he's, there's no way he likes this because not only is it spoken word, but some of the spoken word is like like live and he like recorded yeah. it himself and it's just horrible quality. Yeah, you could tell he was like at, a, at like a small club or something like that and he had like a tape recorder in the back and have him just like talking into a microphone. You could barely hear him at points. Like you could hear the chatter of people around more than you can hear him speaking sometimes at points. But there was, there it was, was good. I mean, that's my that, that's my favorite. That's my favorite Black Flag album. I think that's that's their best. Yeah. And so I I there's just something really earnest about what Henry Rollins brought to this band. This band went from being just a typical fucking run of the mill punk band. Just I mean, there was nothing special about them until really Rollins stepped up and started helping write music and rewriting some old songs and just being like a front man and per- forcing everybody else to do better. 
because Rollins brought this like this energy, but also brought this seriousness. And had it not been for Rollins, his band maybe would have gotten goofier as time went on and gotten a yeah, little probably. more a little more self-deprecating. And so I, I I think like Rollins is is the best thing that ever happened to this band. But there's just something really earnest about this in, in hearing him speak, even though I think he's, he sounds really goofy when he talks. And I, I giggle sometimes. I just think it's yeah. I think it's really cool that he he writes a poem about what it's like to be a fucking rat. And I, that just, was my favorite. That was my favorite track. Favorite spoken word track was the rat one. And it was just it, like, dude, it's so stupid. It's so fucking dumb. But it was so like eloquently written. And I yeah, I felt compassion for a rat. And like, I mean, I've always liked Ratatouille. That's my favorite Pixar movie. <laughs> so I never hated rats. But it's it's just. Who writes a song about a fucking rat and just that's well no it was like to me it was like the him comparing like poverty stricken or poor people how we treat poor people we treat poor people the same way we we treat rats right so that's kind of what I was getting from it so I just like that like it was it was such a simple idea and such a simple concept like you said but it's the way he he projects it and presents it to the audience is just dude I was just I was entranced like I would I this entire that entire record I was just like I, I kept thinking like after the spoken word part ended and it was instrumental, I was thinking, dude, I got to get more into like his spoken word stuff, like his stuff in the late eighties. Like that's all he did was spoken word in the yeah. late eighties. And now I just like really want to get into that. I'm <laughs> super, I'm like invested. Like I, I'm going to, after this week, I, I'm, I'm going out and like listening to more Henry Rollins. Maybe, totally dug it. maybe Henry Rollins will be like the turning point in your, in your, your poetry career. And maybe you'll have newfound respect for some of the big guns that have come out before Henry Rollins. <laughs> Isn't that, that's like so adolescent too. That's so 13 year old right there. Like Henry Rollins, like getting you into poetry. Like it's, it's so basic and simple, but no, what's, what's truly adolescent is to never get into it. Is to, is to put it off oh. entirely forever. That's truly adolescent. That's true. That's true. That's true. Okay. Buddy boy, don't sell right. yourself short. All right. Well, I, I'm I'm definitely interested in it. So I'm I'm stoked to get more into just Henry Rollins in general. Like I was reading, I just quickly read through his stuff, and he's. I mean, I always thought he was he's very outspoken, obviously, but he's had some fucked up things happen to him in his life yeah. that I never knew about. Like yeah. his his friend that he lived with was shot in the face right next to him. Yeah. And then he did something really weird. I guess yeah, it's weird. Like he where his friend died, he collected the the soil the the blood in the soil, and he keeps it in his house. It's, I mean, that's, I don't know. This is a way of coping. But like you watch a lot of crime shows by, you know, because you have to, I guess. But like people do weird shit when, when people die. Yeah. Like people, people deal with things differently. And that's, I mean, it's weird and bizarre, but it's not that weird. Yeah. It's just, I was, I was surprised. And you know, the, how he was molested as a child or growing like multiple times growing up and how he's never been in, in any sort of relationship. Well, that's why he doesn't. He's never going to have kids, and he doesn't ever want to have kids, just because. I mean, for take it for what it's worth, but I mean that that type of childhood trauma that he went through, even though he would never do it, you think, and so it's. But that's just that's just where he's at. His mind doesn't want to bring kids into this world because of what happened to him, and that's that sucks that he can't like break the two things apart. But you also can't like blame him for thinking that way. And I mean, I, we'll talk about it on the damaged episode because that one, uh, there, there's like one or two songs on there that I feel like directly correlate with his current life and, and stuff like that. And just how he's 
his personal life throughout the years. So, yeah. So, I mean, do you got anything else on Family Man since that you're since that's your favorite? No, that's uh, that's it. Okay. So, yeah. So my favorite is Damaged. So I'm not going to get into that. Uh, so stay tuned for the main episode because yeah, we're getting into Black Flag's debut album. So listen right now. That's it. That's all. Dave Jeffy. Nope.